Welcome to Dog Talk and Kitties Too. This episode features one of the three guests who were part of my weekly hour-long NPR show broadcast over the air every Sunday on WLIW-FM 88.3, the only NPR station on Long Island, where it is broadcast continuously for 14 years. I'm Tracy Hotchner. I wrote the Dog Bible, Everything Your Dog Wants You to Know, as well as the Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. I'm also the founder and director of the New York Dog Film Festival. The 8th annual New York City premiere will be October 2023, along with the 5th annual New York Cat Film Festival before traveling the country, supporting local animal welfare groups. This show is about dogs, cats, and other creatures who share the planet with us. Please check out my other Pet Talk podcasts at TracyHotchnerPets.com. I would not be able to bring you this show without the generous support of Dr. Elsie's the privately owned litter and cat food company founded by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian. He personally created many styles of litter to make sure that even the fussiest cats would not have out-of-litter box problems, the number one reason people abandon their kitties. Dr. Elsie also created his own brand of cat food called Clean Protein, the first dry cat food I can recommend because it's based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. This show would not be possible without the longtime support from Waruva, the pet food company founded and privately run by David Foreman, who named it after his rescued kitties, Webster, Rudy, and Vanessa. Waruva is a quirky name for a company with whimsical names for the dozens of different cans and pouches of cat food they make. But what sets them apart is how serious David is about high-quality nutrition. They were the first pet food company to use human edible ingredients and process them in the same facilities that make human food. Other pet food companies may have copied them over time, but Waruva remains privately owned and run, accountable only to their own high standards, not investors who focus on profits. I am back with Dr. Geraldine Diethelm. She's an amazing veterinarian. She is so skilled in very many areas, exotic pet medicine being one of them, and wildlife medicine, even wildlife acupuncture. She's a renowned acupuncturist who teaches at the Chi Institute. But what I wanted to talk to her about, because so many acupuncturists also use laser, but more importantly, people, doctors and veterinary techs who have no acupuncture knowledge on board are using laser. I want to know more about how it was developed and what is more specifically used for, and what's the difference between cold laser and what's the difference? Is there a hot laser? So, Dr. Jerry, thank you for coming back. And kind of a 101 on laser, because a lot of people seem to have it offered to them by their vets for various kind of conditions. And I always wonder, is it good for absolutely everything, or is it more specifically for what? Fill in the blank. Gotcha. Um, well, thanks for having me, Tracy. Um, so laser, there's different kinds of laser lasers. Um, they're, uh, the originally, you know, used for, um, cutting and for more and more in the surgical field, oh, right. um, where, um, we still use lasers today and for your LASIK right. surgeries, that's and where cataracts. the LASIK name comes from is laser. Oh. Um, to get that retina reattached, um, or, or in retinal, um, detachments, they use it as well to reattach your retinas and, um, you know, uh, help you with, with your eyesight. So laser is used a lot in, 
in eye surgery, but it can also be very dangerous, which is why you, um, whenever anybody is using a laser, everybody should be wearing special glasses um, so that you do not get eye damage because it can affect your eyes so much. Um, but um, it's used in surgeries because it um, cuts without uh, and deadens the pain at the same time. No kidding. Uh, yep. Yeah. So um, it's even used uh, in spays and things like that um, and abdominal surgeries. But again, you need to know what, you, what you're doing and what strength. There's different strengths um, of lasers and also um, of when you're cutting tissue, you have to adjust the laser there. Um, but that's a surgical laser. And then um, we have uh, the cold laser, which has totally different settings of uh, infrared light that penetrate the skin, the tissue, but without cutting it. And that is more um, used more for pain management and for um, promoting healing in tissues. Um, and a lot of times that is also combined with a blue light and blue light can also be used to disinfect kind of like what we were, um, what we've experienced with COVID when oh, really? the special lights were um, put into hotel rooms to basically decontaminate your, uh, the whole room, whether it really did or not, who knows, but <laughs> right? um, That's true. Uh, there, there are uh, even, you know, healing lasers with blue light in, integrated in that really um that have helped with the um control of MRSA you know smaller wow. areas in wounds and things like that so yeah laser has amazing um variability of function so the laser that the veterinarian or the veterinary the, we hope cert certified veterinary technician or assistant mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sits on the floor if you will I usually mm -hmm. sit on the floor and uses for a certain period of time that is predetermined by, I don't know, the protocol or the machine. Right. And runs this wand, is sort mm -hmm. of what it looks like, above the dog's skin. And it looks <clears throat> to us as the owner like, well, I'm wearing these funny glasses, but what's going <laughs> on here? Right. 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 And and it's imminent it's it's creating some heat as my, my veterinary laser specialist um, doctor, Dr. Susie Pence says, that it's, it's heat and that seems to be very comforting and pleasant for the dog who has various achy areas or has had surgery. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really understand that it was penetrating through into the tissue, into mm -hmm. the muscle even. Mm -hmm. It's going deeper yep. to... to to do what is it doing when it's in it's obviously quite different than laser used as a knife right in a surgery right. is a totally different idea too bad it has to have the same name because it's confusing well it, it uses the same light in the sense okay it just at different at a different frequency and um uh strength so to speak so, so when this, this heat it penetrates into the areas that have been determined not, to be the, the yeah. most painful or the most needing of healing. It's not the heat that's causing the healing. It's actually the infrared light that um, is coming from the probe 
that the glasses that you wear are tinted and so you don't see it as much. Um, but there's a, a, in the red spectrum, there's a light um, that depending on its frequency and strength will penetrate the skin without cutting it um, to reach a certain depth and at, a diff at certain frequencies that light will stimulate um, white blood cells or red blood cells and um, other things in your body to heal faster, to, um, if it's stimulating your white blood cells, it's stimulating your, those cells to remove toxins from the system, toxins being byproducts of inflammation um, that keep like the pain cycle going or uh, in a swollen joint that keep um, producing more fluid because the, the, the joint is so irritated, it just wants to cool it off um, and uh, it, makes, it makes more fluid. The laser light will actually penetrate into that tissue and calm down the inflammation, kind of like a, a cooling blanket. Even though it's warm, the light does get warm, but the light frequency stimulates the cells to heal, to get rid of all the stuff that keeps the inflammation going, which are little hormones and enzymes that are there to protect you, but if they go overboard, then it becomes an issue and it turns into one of those vicious cycles. Um, so the laser tries to break that cycle by encouraging your body to take care of it faster. And so the thing is that with a, if you have a chronic issue like that, you're going to need to have that laser treatment um, frequently, especially in the beginning, um, to get those cells motivated. You know, just like if you've been on vacation and you get back to work, the first day is really hard. So, oh, no, I have to know. think again. How does this computer turn on? Exactly. So, well, you know, I think you, you've described it, it so well. And I hope it encourages, it, it confirms my own now complete uh, commitment to it, which mm -hmm. is that when you have a dog who's older and Maisie's just turned 10 and she has a couple of really bad discs and both of her back knees had mm -hmm. ECL repairs and then she had this lump in her shoulder that seemed to everybody like sarcoma. But then when they went in, it was just a lipoma. It was just fat Thank pressing goodness. on ner really, right? Nerves and muscles. In fact, I'd already signed up for a new puppy. I thought that Maisie was going to be seriously lights out in just a few weeks because mm -hmm. it was growing this thing mm -hmm. and it turned out to just be fat. But now I am completely committed to chiropractic, laser, and acupuncture. Mm -hmm. And I do see, and I hope that people with older dogs who are just feeling a bit miserable in their body, their body is not their friend anymore, that it does require an ongoing commitment. It's not like you go in the first week, the first month you go once a week, and then you go every two weeks, and maybe once a month, and then at some point you're done, right? It sort of is, would you call it a long time commitment yeah. to an yeah. older dog with arthritic problems to, or joint problems. To an problems. older dog, yes, absolutely. But not a surgical one. In surgery, it helps with faster healing. Mm -hmm. Is it in any way like a hyperbaric chamber or is that like off mm -hmm. in the weeds and a totally different topic? Totally different topic. Okay. Well, I'd like to do that with you someday because 
they don't offer it much, but that's supposed to be the, the super healing thing, right? You go into this sealed chamber or your dog or cat does and you, you heal much more quickly. Yeah, because of the high amount of oxygen that helps get rid of all the free radicals and things like that. Again, inflammation, inflammation. That's why it enemy. sounded, yeah, it, it had a, a sort of similar ring, but I know it works very differently. Mm -hmm. As far as the laser light being dangerous for our eyes or the dog's eyes, and, and then the dog has to put on these doggy goggles and the kitty too, and, and some dogs probably hate it a lot more than others. They look like something between a diving goggle and a mm -hmm. motorcycle goggle. Mm -hmm. I stopped at the at a vet conference at a booth that had portable laser machines for my doctor, Susie, who at some point is going to want to do house call work. Mm -hmm. And they said, I said, so do you sell the goggles with it? He said, you know, you really don't need them. Now, maybe his is a much more, it was very small and compact. It was a really beautiful looking and acting piece of equipment. Mm -hmm. He said, as long as you don't point the the exactly. probe right at somebody's eye or at the dog's eye, yep. you don't have to all sit there like you're, you know, in the 22nd century in a spaceship. Right. But, but is it really just an abundance of caution? Yes. Yes. Okay. Especially in our culture. Right, our litigious culture, right, mm -hmm. where people mm -hmm. could complain that something had happened. Right, right. Or yeah. heaven forbid, you already have an eye problem and then, right. you know, the dog jumps, the laser flies out of the doctor's hand and hits you in the eye and through absolutely no connection whatsoever, this eye problem gets worse. And you're going to go, ha ha! I got it. I know who to, I know. I know who's got the deep pockets. Probably the company that makes the laser. You know, but um, and the company will say, "Well, we told everybody that right. they and so wear you glasses didn't, when right. they're doing their treatment." I know. So yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's a, a way an abundance of caution. So in in our case, I don't put them on Maymay anymore. I just put my hand over her eyes exactly. in case she whips her head yeah. around. And that's what I tend to do, um, especially with squirrely. Squirrely yes. guys, yeah, or I just say, okay, we're just going to do this area and not be up by the head because right. it's just not worth it. Not worth because the anxiety. I'm not going to get the goggles on the squirrely guy either. Correct, you know? and it's only going to make them much more unhappy. Uh -huh. So here's a question about the amount of fur a dog has. So if you've got a Leon Burger or a Newfoundland mm -hmm. versus a Whippet, so you've got inches and inches of three mm -hmm. layers of hair on those giant hairy dogs. Does the laser work just as well on them or do you need a higher setting i'm just curious i'm not going to uh, go and try to do more it myself longer yeah longer exposure and if you can part the hair or go against the grain of the fur interesting with the laser so that you know the you get skin exposure because of um going against the grain of the hair um it'll be more effective it'll still be effective it's amazing but but a, but a new dog like a whippet or a Weimar on there it's gonna you don't have to um, yeah work as hard that. yeah yeah so the reason it's called cold laser isn't that there's another kind of laser that's used in the exam room on your dog or cat it's to differentiate it from the surgical laser is that right correct and when veterinarians have one in their office is it something that people should ask for because I know some vets are reluctant to kind of bring up something that might cost more money. And by the way, everybody, Healthy Paws Insurance pays for a chiropractic, acupuncture, laser, and any kind of supplements of any kind, not just pharmaceutical ones, nutraceutical ones, for That's the great. life of your dog. I just need to say that because if people have pushback because the laser costs an extra, I don't know what, 45 or $50, and acupuncture 75 or 80 
you really need to have pet insurance, as I've told you all till you're sick of me saying it. But please check ahead of time. Does it cover holistic, non-traditional Western modalities? I mean, that's mm-hmm. important, right, Jerry? If you've got, if you have somebody that brings in a pet, you certainly want them to feel comfortable to use the skills you have and believe will make their pet better. Right. And even if it's just, even if you don't believe in it and you just want to give it a try and hey, the insurance is paying for exactly. it, then go for exactly it. Exactly my you know? thought. In uh, fact, yeah. In fact, one of the vet techs, I said something about, no, you can just email me the invoice. I just e- email them to Healthy Paws because they use Trepanion a lot that pays mm-hmm. the doctor directly. But I don't honestly know if Trepanion covers this stuff or if there's a limit to how much or how long. I know that Healthy yeah. Paws doesn't Yeah, there's have a like limit. 10, 10, a I don't know if Trupanion does, but others, you know, have a limit on how many exactly. acupuncture se- sessions that they cover or whatever. So, so yeah. I, I get no, I get no kickback from Healthy Paws. I don't get kickback from anybody at all about anything that I that I feel strongly and and love a lot. But I really do encourage you to do that. The vet tech yeah. said to me one day after I came in two weeks in a row because. Maisie had taken a horrific fall, and yike, I was just thought, oh, God, she's got to be feeling so much worse than she already feels. And she said, oh, that's why you come so often. I was like, actually, (laughs) I come so often because it really works, and I love this dog, and she runs like the wind, even Mm -hmm. if she's, you know, two-legged, so to speak. Right. But in fact, yeah, it it certainly takes off any anxiety, like, how how many sessions have I paid for this, this month? Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to recognize that if your vet has it and can offer it to you, if you have anything that they think might be helped, to try it, right? But it's not a one-time go. No, no. And any any more naturalistic or, if you want to call it, homeopathic way of um, doing things, it's going to take a little longer because you're asking the body to put in the effort. You know, the body yes. has to take care of it. It's not... It's not a pill where um, the pill is supposed to force your body into it. You are just encouraging your body to do what it already is doing just a little bit more with more gusto. And you 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 will also find vets. And We're run out of time, Jerry, but I think it's so great. I say to them, well, you have a bad knee. Do you use it on yourself? And the vet says, oh, of course. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every vet Mm -hmm. says, yeah. So. Yeah, it's pretty great for humans, too, but we're only talking here about animals, so your vet probably is not going to do it on you. I've asked, just so you know. I've no, asked. they won't. They, they won't. won't. They can't. They can't practice human medicine, but sometimes you see how much better off your dog or cat is, and you think, God, I wish I could feel that much better with, with this amount of investment. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dr. Geraldine Detail, for the wonderful knowledge you have and for sharing it with us and for the great work you do at Tropical Veterinary Services in Key West, Florida, where you have a hand-chosen uh, group of, of customers, clients, and creatures, most of them quite exotic, who are very lucky to have you and Dr. Doug Mater, your husband, to lay hands on them. Thank you again. Thank you, too. Thanks for listening. There are a few more special companies that make this show possible. I hope you will try their products because they support my mission to entertain you with valuable information and advice. This show is supported by Wonderside, a company founded and run by a woman entrepreneur who wanted to find an effective natural way to keep fleas, ticks, and other pests away from her pets and home instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes plant-powered products to keep parasites at bay without dousing your pets and property with ingredients that are harmful to them and the planet. 
The show is also underwritten by Evermore Pet Food, privately owned by two dedicated women who take human edible, ethically sourced ingredients and gently cook dog food that is then frozen in pouches and shipped right to your door. They founded and run their own company and have been doing that for 14 years and answer only to their own high standards without interference from venture capital investors. I'm also grateful to Earth Animal, also privately owned by Dr. Bob and Susan Goldstein, where they create holistic pet wellness products with an emphasis on their stewardship of the Pet Sustainability Coalition. Earth Animal makes a dazzling array of healing products for dogs and cats, as well as the innovative Dog Chew No Hide and the hybrid dog food Wisdom, which is sometimes all that my picky blue Weimarano Maisie will eat.